0: This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network.
1: As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
0: Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, it's been another tense, riveting, exciting, and in, in some cases, angry Premier League weekend and I'm joined now by Liam Brady and John Giles to discuss it. And uh, Much of it uh, is mired in controversy because VAR is not working the way we thought it would and it's creating havoc in the game. That's my personal opinion, but we'll find out about uh, John's and Liam's in a moment. But let's start talking about football. Liam, uh, the the most interesting match in some ways at the weekend... Arsenal, Manchester United at Old Trafford uh, reminded people of the great rivalry between Wenger and Alex Ferguson and it was a fascinating match in its own right. What did you make of it, Liam?
2: A good match, Eamon. I thought both teams played played OK. You know, Arsenal uh, came into the game in the first half. Um, You're going to talk about VAR, I know, but... uh, they had, a, they had a goal chalked off and the yes. day it might have been given. And I think if you're playing against Manchester United, if you go ahead you've got every chance of beating them because uh, what they're doing now is they're sitting back game and hitting teams on the break. That's yeah. the way they're playing. Yeah. And I suppose they had to do that after the first two games where which they lost and lost badly. So you'd have to say they're Playing with a lot more spirit and a lot more organization, United. Yes. And uh with the players they have up front, they've got speed and uh they show that. And I think Eriksson has been a terrific sign and what a what a great player and what a great story this is.
0: Yes. Um he, he's he's he's
2: he's a brilliant player and he's he's making things happen for United that you know didn't have that kind of player before.
0: Yeah, John, I would sort of worry about Ericsson's legs in the long run playing in that midfield position, whether he's got the legs to do it for 90 minutes. Uh, He was involved also in the incident that caused all the trouble um, because he was the one that was pushed over. I thought that it was a foul. I think if you push someone and don't get a touch on the ball, which he didn't, then it's a free kick. But there was all kinds of arguments about it, wasn't there?
3: Yeah, well, there always is, I Eamon. You know, it, 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 when it goes to when a goal is allowed or disallowed, you know, if it's allowed, everything is okay. If it's disallowed, you know, people are going mad over it. I thought he pushed him.
0: Yeah, and that was
3: it. I didn't. I thought, I thought, I didn't think anything of it. I mean, he pushed him in the back. Yeah, I think I heard Gary Neville saying he didn't think it was a free kick. Well, what else could it be? If you push somebody in the back, yeah, it's it's a free kick. I, no. I, I couldn't see anything else. You know, I mean, Lee might have a different opinion. But, but did he push him or did he not push him? He yes, definitely pushed him.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you, John, about. Well, I, th- I, mean, sorry. I
2: think the referees are letting a lot more go this season.
3: Oh,
0: they, they are. There's no doubt. Challenges.
2: Letting, I, think, I think they are under orders not, not to be blown up for kind of menial free kicks, if that's the right word, you know? And he let that go. But it's John. John's absolutely right. It was, a, it was a foul. So I've got no complaints about it. But they're letting a lot more go, aren't they? They're letting a lot more go yes. uh, this season.
0: Yes. And a lot more pushing, a lot more grabbing. And also some of the tackles, they, they, they clearly uh, have been given new instructions. The trouble, Liam, is, and I'll put it to you as well, John, the trouble is they haven't told us what the new rules
1: are.
3: No, I I think what's happened, Eamon, there's there's been, uh, from the the, the public, the soccer public, and I think the stats showed you, that there weren't as many goals as we'd had before, right? Right. So what they've done, in my opinion, the referees, is say, okay, like that uh, incident we're talking about on Saturday, we're going to let them go. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I spoke to you during the week, if you're talking about football, like from last season to this season, if it was a foul last season, yeah, then it's still a foul this season, yeah. you can't change the rules to say we let it go because we're not not scoring as many goals. It, it's it's madness, and and this is where we're getting all the contra- controversy from, Eamon. Right? You know, it's, it's it's gone mad in terms things we've seen in, in, on the pitch. Here. Oh, we let it go, we let it go, we let it go because they're scoring more goals from it.
0: Right, Liam. Imagine- it's madness. Just in terms of the football yesterday, Marcus Rashford has returned to form in the last couple of games. He's got a very good goal against Liverpool, a very important goal. He got two yesterday and he's got pace to burn. And this young fella, Anthony, that they've signed for a hundred million because Ajax had them over a barrel. Uh, he's a Brazilian. He took his goal very well. Yeah, he took it away
2: nicely and it's good to see Rashford back to form. To be honest, I, mean, yes. I felt sorry for the lad. He couldn't, he couldn't hit a barn door, could he, for a no. while? But now he's, now he's, now he's scoring goals. You know, and I think he's a good lad. He's, he, you know, I think he's dedicated. He works hard, uh, and he's got pace. And you know, he made some good runs yesterday. And and when the, you know, when the chances came along, he took them away. Anthony, I'm not too sure about it. He can't, yeah. can't really judge a lot. of won't get it. He took his goal very well. Yes. Um, but I think uh, Ten Hag looks like he knows what he's doing. I mean, he knows what he wants. The yes. team are playing with a lot more spirit now. Yes. Uh, They're defending better. You know, Arsenal had lots of possession, but they didn't create many chances today.
0: Not really. But uh, John, I thought Arsenal played well. For a period in the first half and a period in the second half. And as Liam says, they didn't, they didn't get goals, but they, yeah. they passed the ball well and they looked at half decent side for, well, compared to United, there were spells when United didn't, you know, the, the goal they got, particularly Rashford's second goal, it was on the break. Yeah,
3: I thought they, I thought when they were on the ball going forward, they were excellent, Damon. I thought defensively, if you go back on the goals, yes. they were terrible. Yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely terrible for the goals. I mean, it was a, a couple of breakaways from Manchester United, a long ball through from Rashford. I mean, there was three defenders back, and nobody, nobody was picking them up. And I thought the defense uh, was awful. Going forward, especially in the early parts of the game, very, very good, really yeah. good. But you
2: can't give goals away, Damon, um, the, no. the way they gave goals away.
3: No. In, in, in a big
2: match. We're trying to play offside, the John, they John, hmm? trying to play offside, John, weren't they?
3: John? Trying to play offside. It looked that way, Liam, yeah. There was there was no yeah. cover from anybody, and uh, I, I don't know whether it's, it's part of the plan, playing offside or not, Liam. You know, but any time yeah. Manchester you know, United attacked...
2: I always think that players who lack pace or are playing at the back are always looking to play offside, yeah. you know, because they don't want to mm. run. They can't run. And I think Ben White, the right back, is isn't centre-back without any pace and uh, I think he got caught out on that goal you know he was trying to play offside and he should have been on the cover as you said John yeah yeah it was it's, it's, it's they're not going to like
3: if you don't defend well uh, Liam it's, it's very very difficult to, to stay up there and win, win things the, it, the way they they're, they're trying to obviously uh, Arsenal are trying to win things but I was disappointed with them going forward excellent really good you, you're not going forward for 90 minutes Liam as we know
0: Now, lads, a game with no goals, but a lot of incident. The Merseyside Derby, Everton, nil, Liverpool, nil. Uh, Jordan Pickford, who I think we all have reservations about his temperament, he was man of the match. He did save. He made a couple of great saves, as did Alisson, in the Liverpool goal. Liam, can I ask you about Liverpool in particular? They don't appear to pose the threat they did last season, particularly the scoring threat that was there when Mane was there. Salah appears to really have gone off the boil and the stats back that up, Liam. I think he's only scored a goal, one goal this season. What do you make of the, of Liverpool over the last few weeks? Well,
2: there's something missing, without doubt. And it might be Mane, I mean, it might be,
0: because he's he
2: a terrific player. Yes. And he, I love him and- him and uh, Salah had a bit of rivalry as 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 who was going to score the most goals. Yeah. Sometimes they didn't pass to one another and things like that, and Klopp had to sort that out. But they definitely worked well together, and I think that's 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 the thing that's not there anymore. You know, he's a he's a brilliant forward player, I ever mean. so. Uh, they brought in others and. Um, There's something missing, I don't know. Uh, They're they're creating chances, obviously, because of Pickford's the man of the match. Uh, Yes. uh, But they're not putting it away. Like They scored eight against Bournemouth the week before. Nine. uh, And then then they draw a blank against Liverpool, or they draw a blank against uh, Everton. So I don't really know what's going on.
0: Uh, John, what's your take on Liverpool? My own opinion, I'll just chuck it in there, is it's midfield... I mean, is, is a problem. And I could not understand why he started this young lad they bought from Fulham, Cavallio. He started him against Everton in a Merseyside derby. I, I couldn't really understand that. But tell us what you think.
3: Well, I think even at their best, Damon, they lack somebody in midfield that we used to have, you know, the general in midfield to yes. do it. Yeah. Uh, the lad that's injured I yeah. think he's the best of them, right. Without being grace, I think he's okay, but he's the best of them. He right. doesn't really get a grip of the game. So when things are not going so well, that th- you need somebody like that. Like Graham Sunessic and for example when yes. he played for Liverpool. Yeah. You know, he could the midfield when it wasn't going well, he could do this, this, that, and get on the ball and yeah. nobody like that. And they're not really, really going up front the way they normally do. Salah hasn't played aim and I haven't seen him play a good game this season. No. Now, i, I just raise something there. Would it be that uh, the new contract situation?
0: Yes, and that could be it. This is what yeah. they
3: feared. This is what they feared at Liverpool. Yes. And all clubs fear. Yes. A lad who is 30, 30, whatever it is, throughout 30, 30 he? Yeah. He, uh, giving him a big contract, big contract, is he going to do it or not? Yeah. Now, I think is think a good pro but so far this season, I mean, he hasn't been the salad that we've known in the past. Yeah. And these things do happen, you know?
0: Yes, I do. And I'd just like to, Liam, and you both know this because you were both big contract men back in the day. Liam, <laughs> <laughs> you're still big contract, um, Liam. Uh, th- there is something in that possibly, Liam, in that you get into a comfort zone. Would you agree?
2: I no. Don't, no, I don't agree at all. No, I don't agree. <laughs> I think Sal, as John said, is the real good pro, It's just not going right for him, but he will come good. Right. He will come good and they'll, they'll solve the problem. I've no doubt that Liverpool will challenge for the league this season, but the missing man, He's a top, top notch player, Eamon, You yeah. know, yeah. And Nunes coming in, the big fella, I'm not too sure about, you know.
0: Now, does, he, does he really see what Liverpool are all about? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure I, I agree with you I, I didn't like him uh, well I've only seen him twice I didn't like him Saturday at all uh, not just he looks awkward takes up not great positions uh, but John you liked him in the first game well, you saw him yeah, the Fulham I, game I only saw a
3: bit of him aiming against I think it was Fulham, Fulham one of yeah, the matches Yeah. and he, he looked apart. part I think he only came on for about 20 but he scored and made a goal in, in, the, in the 50 and 20 minutes he was on so he looked useful he looked good I mean, but, Yeah. Like I, I would, I would have my doubts because you have to wait for a period of time uh, to see exactly what he can do. And he didn't cover himself in glory, given given the the fella the nut and suspended for for, yeah. for three matches. So the, the jury the jury's out on him in a big right. way. Yeah,
0: right. Um, just uh, Liam, just to ask you about a tackle Van Dyke made. Uh, I thought he was lucky not to. He didn't get anything. He didn't. I, I maybe he got a booking. But it could have been. It was over the top of the ball, and he could have broken his opponent's leg. Not like Van Dyke to do that, but it was shown up, and no further action was taken. Did you note that tackle?
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen people go off for tackles like that, Eamon, so yeah. he, he was—he was a wee bit fortunate. He was—he he, was—and uh, uh, I think there was intent involved, you know. Yep. You know it's a... It's a Merseyside Derby, so you're going to get plenty of tackles like that, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, not, not like the old days. Uh, you know, those tackles have, have more or less disappeared now. But I thought he was a bit fortunate to get away
0: with it. Right. Let's uh, move on to a coach that has generally been respected in the game for a long time now. Brendan Rogers, as coach at Liverpool in particular, came very close to winning the league for Liverpool. Uh, Johnny's in trouble at Leicester. Yeah, they, yeah, they're bottom of the league. They got one point from six games, and they got a bit of a hiding at the weekend. Brighton beat them five two. Now Brighton are a good team, we know that, but Rogers uh, seems to be under pressure. And he said the main after the game, he said the main job for me this year is keeping us up. They haven't yeah. given him any money to spend, and Casper uh, Schmeichel is gone. Uh, one or two others have gone as well. They're in trouble. The big aren't They signed a
3: half, I and mean, has gone for seventy million.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. You know, and I think what the the um, the owner said: there's not going to be any money. Right. We've got to put up with this. You know. Yeah. Um. I think I think Brandon's in big trouble. Right. I mean, they, they sell their best players. The goalkeeper's gone. The picks and half's gone, and they've replaced him with well, they've got, they've signed somebody there for about fifteen grand. Yeah. You know, but, uh, they, they, I think they have told, Brandon, we're, we're not going to be spending money. Yeah, I think Brandon's, Brandon's best bet now is to get
0: out. Yeah, Liam, he, he's established himself uh, as a very good coach. In fact, when United were looking for a coach uh, after Solskjaer left, Brandon Rogers was one of the names men- mentioned. But he's, he's in a bad place now, Liam, isn't he?
2: Well, he is, but uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't point the finger at him. You no, know, I'm not you pointing the finger at him at all. He hasn't had any money at all, so I think he's looking for the sack. And I think he he doesn't want to resign because if you resign, you don't get paid up.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he, he he'll he'll be wanting the sack. You know. I think his his his, uh, his interviews to the me, uh, the media and television uh, are more or less saying that. Uh, I haven't been supported here I haven't been back to making myself the best players um and uh it's you know what can, what, what am I supposed to do and I think anybody looking at the situation would would say yeah yeah he, he's right you know he he's a very ambitious fella he is, yeah. he, he is 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 uh, excellent is like Swansea I think he did a really good thing to Swansea. Uh, then he went to Liverpool. He's very unlucky not to yeah. win the title at Liverpool. Like, if Stephen Gerrard doesn't fall over that <laughs> game against Chelsea, they'd probably go on to win it. Um, and, uh, he did a great job at Celtic and he did a very, very fine job at Leicester in the last couple of years, you know. So I, I think he's just waiting to be pushed out, to be quite honest, and, uh, and move on to another club. Right, John. I think, I think the problem there, Liam, uh, is if you,
3: he, 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 there's a difference between being sacked and resigning. I'm talking about his future. If he's looking for a club, do you know what I mean? I think, it, I, and I understand what you're saying because he would get a payoff. But I think the payoff that leaving now would be worth more in the long run to him uh, by resigning.
0: Yeah, but it's, uh, you never know, John. No. Uh, the, the, I, I think you might have. Uh, three. I, think he's on about, I think he's on about six million
2: a year, John. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can I can understand it, Liam. I, I do
3: understand it, but in the in the long run, I mean, if you're sacked, you're less likely to get a, a job that you you would want uh, than than being sacked. You know, it goes, it goes on his on his resume. As, you, you, as get it was.
0: The, you get the twelve million, though, John. <laughs> I
3: know, I know, no, I know. I I know, I know, I understand that.
0: Yeah. Well I think that's what Liam's saying. Uh, let me ask both of you, John. No, but in the long run, Amen. I it know might what you mean, be, yes. In the long <laughs> run know? it doesn't look good to have sacked. Uh, no, no, and, to your and, name. and that can cost you money wise. Yes. And
3: and the position that you're going to get.
0: Yeah, you, know, you still have the twelve million to keep you going. Oh, I know. I know.
3: <laughs> now, I don't, I don't blame him. Let's put it that way, Amy. Eh?
1: No, you I know? think we're all agreed on on that. Um, <laughs> do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrier, And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just
3: under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
0: The Aston Villa, Manchester City, John. We spoke to each other during the game. We're both watching it. Another fantastic goal from... Uh, Haaland, well, it was, wasn't a fantastic, it was a good move and he finished it off, uh, stylish. It was a great ball from De Bruyne, Amy. It was a great ball from De Bruyne. A fantastic right. ball. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he, uh, he had what you'd call a cushioned volley from about two yards. But overall, Villa, we talked about Villa, uh, and Stephen Gerrard last week being under pressure. And Villa put it up to them, John, and City weren't quite as imposing as they can be. And in the end, Villa had a goal disallowed and, well, it wasn't convincing, was it?
3: No, well, it was convincing from Villa's point of view. I mean, there was yes. good spirit about them. They had a goal. They, they lost the goal and came back. Um, I don't think it was good from City's point of view by any means.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, I, I think I've spoken before in, on your program. They're not balanced. City. No. I know they're winning matches, but I still yes. have my doubts about them. For, a midfield. In, in, in matches. Yeah, Well, they don't have a midfield, Damon.
0: No.
3: I mean, if, if you look at them, they, they've got uh, Rodri in the middle of the field. Uh, Gundogan is always forward. He's a goal-scoring player. He, yep. He's in the, pen, up the penalty box, are the, the, um, Bernardo
0: Silva is playing out wide.
3: Yeah, I think he's the best bet in the middle of the field. Yes. And he's playing out wide. Yeah. You know, you got Foden on the on, on the other side. The brain the brain is not playing in the middle of the field. No, he's not no. anything but I aiming. Mean. So obviously when they're on their attack on the attack, excellent and got they, sco- they will score goals. But when they lose the ball in that position, I aiming, mean, uh, I mean Villa are not the best team in the world. But if they, they put them under severe pressure when they did lose when they did lose the ball or Villa won the ball in the big way. Yes. And I think with top teams, Ayman, I and I know the city have great players, but you need a balance Right. You know, you're not going to be attacking all the time. And as soon as they lose the ball, when they are attacking, they're they're in trouble. And that's in matches that they've played well and won and they will score a lot of goals. But I I don't think the balance is there for it to say, well, when we lose it, we're, we're balanced. We're up to, either either one or the other. They're attacking, or they're defending in a big way, or not in a good way defending.
0: Yeah, Liam Holland, I managed to back first goal scorer and get five to two. I think I might retire oh, wow. because he
2: should be giving money every game. I mean, you did well there. Yeah,
0: I, I couldn't believe it. I just clicked on to see what price he might be, and he was five to eleven to four. Uh, <laughs> and he's he's a he's a real predator as well as being many other things. He's a, he's a really marvelous player. God knows what he'll do in the game, and and it's it's wonderful to see. But on Saturday, I don't know if you saw the game
2: I did see it and yeah I watched it yeah
0: what about John's analysis I, which I agree with that they're light in midfield uh, City because well everyone's
2: light in midfield you know John mentions Grant soonness. you know as yes. a type of player but all the teams need a guy like that Arsenal haven't got anybody United haven't got anybody
0: yes that's Liverpool
2: right Liverpool haven't got anybody they aren't around anymore right? making them like they used to you know no, to be well, quite honest so uh, that, that's 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 what's missing. Yeah, I agree with John. They've got they've got Rodri in that kind of central midfield role, and they've got two or three guys around them who are not really midfield players. You know, going forward. He's in the box. He pops up in the box. He gets a few goals. But they're not doing too bad doing it. I mean, they haven't been beaten yet. They've dropped. Yeah. four points I think for two draws away from Newcastle away from Villa and you'd have to say they're probably likely to win the league again this season looking at the teams that are out there well let
0: me ask both yeah, I mean, can I just ha- come in there I, yeah. I, I mean,
2: can, I, can I
3: just come in there I can understand what you're saying, saying Liam that they don't have the great midfield players but you can still have players in midfield do you know what I mean like if Gundogan is never going to be a midfield player but Bernard Silva for example could play in midfield
2: the Brina doesn't play in midfield anyway. Well, but they don't. Have, I, I just they move all over the place, John, don't they? They move hmm? ball, ball, all over the place. They're not really designated to stay in any particular area. John, of the
0: pitch. I'll tell you what they do, and what the idea is. They move Can, Cancelo, the left back. He moves <clears> into <throat> midfield. Uh, Walker, he pushes into that space in midfield. It's a very attacking way of looking at the game. They don't have midfield players who sit. They they push the midfield. They push Cancelo moves into midfield and Walker moves into midfield. Sometimes you see Stones moving forward with the ball in midfield. And that means the midfield players, if they were out now, out, would be pushing forward. And that's what they do. They sometimes have six people in the box or maybe more. And I don't mean for corners. I mean in, in normal play.
3: I mean, I do know what they do. Yeah, you don't mind me saying. It. <laughs> I didn't mean to say you'd miss. <laughs> well, that, you. I know what they, they do with the fullbacks, but they don't be. They're not midfield players. They do push into midfield okay. now and again. But they, they don't have to have perfect. Say they, they're going to get into. Let them. Let them stay in midfield. Yeah, the still that play in midfield, players midfield players. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's, but that's what not what he's into. I, I, that's mm-hmm. not what Pep's into. You see. And I, well,
3: I, really I don't care. Lame. I don't care what he's, I don't care what he's into, I and mean, I'm just giving you my opinion on what they should be doing and they're not doing. Right. They've got terrific flares going forward. Of course they have. But they, you get, you get five, six, seven of them outside the box sometimes, the opponent's box. Yeah. But once they lose it, what's happening in zone, it, and it will catch up on them. Right, but once they lose the ball, they're in big trouble. Now, when you look at all the great teams, they're they're balanced in 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 a way that if you if you lose the ball, you can still defend. It's not all or doesn't have to be all or nothing. And I know that's Pep's way. Yeah, right. Well, I don't I think it's right.
0: I don't no, and I don't agree with it. And we had conversations about Pep over the over the years, and uh, you were much fonder of him than I was. Let me just put it to both of you, who are great midfield players yourself you were great playmakers and great midfield players and I, I don't use the word great lightly. I don't know if Pep would want you because you're not mobile enough. You don't oh, do well, the hang things. On, hang on a
3: minute, Amy. Yeah, go on. What was the great Barcelona team?
0: The great was Xavi and Yester.
3: Yeah, yeah. well, he had P- them, Boschens. didn't
0: he? Pardon? Well, did they, he yeah, had them. They were there before him. He inherited them. Well, no, but he didn't get rid of them, did
3: he? I mean, you're saying he wouldn't have them. Of course
0: you'd have them. They're just not there at the moment.
2: Right. Okay. Uh Liam, what are you? Let hey, get back in your box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you, as I've been arguing with the, uh, John about this, um, I... they're not around anymore, Raymond. They're not right. around anymore. Right.
2: Who's got? Who's got them? Who's got them? Name me the top midfield player.
0: No, I, I think you're right, Liam, and and I think that's why Manchester United have you know had to put. Uh, really, Ericsson, who is really uh, f- uh, for playing off the front too, and, and is a more an attacking midfield player. They've had to put Ericsson, as you said earlier, Liam. He's doing it really well. He's a good, very, very good footballer, but he is playing as a as a playmaker, really, isn't he? Yeah, he's
2: well, starting things off because they, they don't have anybody. that had Fred trying to do it. He's not capable. That's that's my point. You know. Yeah. They around anymore, they're
0: not around. Okay, now let's talk about Spurs, John. They've got another good result, Bit, bit fortunate, I think, uh, at the weekend uh, to get a 2-1 win over Fulham. Mitrovic scored again, it's the sixth goal in the season for Fulham. But Spurs are going to be there, and they play Manchester City next week, John. But he's doing an amazing job in improving players, isn't he, Conte?
3: Oh yeah. He's, well he's improved the whole team and the since whole team, he's gone yeah. to the place. Yeah. You know, he's a he's a pro, he's a good terrific manager. He gets things done and he knows his stuff and he demands yeah. it and gets it from them, you know. Yeah. And uh, like you see them when they don't get the ball them they're all working really, really hard to get it back, yes. you know. Now, that yeah. sounds simple. But I mean, if you look at sports, there was nobody else doing for for two or three managers, what he's doing now since he's come in oh, no, hasn't spent a lot of money. Good pros, hasn't working hard. He has uh, Kane, of course, and yeah. Son. He's got some good players up front. But they're a team and they're, they're, they're pros now the way he's going about it, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, Liam, knowing the scene in North London, Spurs, although Arsenal are the top of the league this morning, point in front of uh, actually Spurs and Manchester City. Tottenham pose a real threat to, to Arsenal, don't they, for supremacy in that? And they also, I, I think they've got real prospects of finishing in the top four. Would you agree with that?
2: Yes, I would. Yeah, I like, I like to look of them. I, I think they're getting, they're a team that are capable of getting results even when they don't play well. I thought, I, I only saw a match of the day, i the highlights on yes. Saturday night. I thought, I thought they. When a team creates as many chances as scores did, you know they're playing well. And they, they had at least six chances, uh, six really good chances. And Richard, excuse me, Richarlson, uh was very unlucky not to score. And he's another good signing. And he looks like he's really up for it. I always thought he was a really good player. But I think when he went to Everton, he was kind of yep. let down by the standard of uh, player he was playing with. Yes. Now he's playing with Harry Payne, he's playing with Song. And uh, he's going to be a real good player, I think, for Spurs. Um, yeah, they're going to be very hard to beat. They let in very few goals. Loris, uh, in in the in the keeper, is an excellent goalkeeper, and Conte's got the uh, the defence very very organised. And they look a good team, and uh, you know they could be a dark horse this year, to be quite honest.
0: Yeah, uh, John. Just uh, before we finish. Uh, Conte has said he'll need three transfer windows from now to make yeah. them, to make them uh, a championship winning team, which is, yeah. is, is fair enough. I just wanted to ask you another question, John and Liam, to finish up about Chelsea and West Ham. Chelsea appear to have really gone off the boil and I looked at the match and they didn't really play well and they keep well, he, he keeps he persisting with Loftus' cheek, which I don't know why he's doing it. But West Ham were robbed, John. Uh, the yep. Chelsea goalkeeper, Mendy, was lying on the ground pretending he'd got a knock on the head and he hadn't. West Ham got their goal. And David Moyes, who isn't by any means histrionic or in any way a messer, as a coach, he's a very respected and properly respected coach and football man. He was raging. I never see, he was white with anger uh, after the game because the goal was disallowed. That was a terrible yeah. e- example of VAR not working The key and the keeper yeah. conning the referee because if it's a head injury now, you know, you've got to stop the game. But this mm. was wrong, wasn't it?
3: Yeah. Tuchel said it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with Amen, I You know, with managers, any of them, any of them haven't seen any yet. Ayman. I that it went their way, yeah. and it didn't. It shouldn't have gone their way. Where they, they held their hands up and said, "Yeah, we think that was wrong." Never seen, never heard any of them. Not no. one yet. Uh, doing. It's it. a shame so for West Ham,
0: John. Get, They're near the third and bottom.
3: Oh, I know. Yes. It's, it's dreadful. It doesn't matter where you are, Amen. I if, if you have things going against you in that particular way, it's awful, and that it, 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 it's, it's a big thing. Big deal for Moyes in yeah. the position that he's in, as you say. But to to, to get back to the Chelsea situation that you were talking about, yes. that, you know, this they've had this new ownership of coming in. Is that? I wouldn't, I doubt if Tuchel is in charge of the transfers now. Right, right, yeah, very, very much so. I think he's he's putting up with it. I think because he has to. But if you look at this guy's very high profile coming in, American, yeah. I, I think he's getting players in that he likes. That's the way I see it. And I think I think Tuchel will, will get fed up with it, I mean, to be quite honest.
0: Right, Liam, just a final thought on that. An American billionaire arrives at the club. He's said to be hands-on, is the quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, not good yeah. news if you're the coach.
2: No, but I don't agree with John t- totally there. Like, he, they signed a Bamiang and Tuchel must have said I want him to get me yes. the all yeah. to get him from the Alcott. Uh I think the owners probably backed him, but you don't want you know, you don't want the owner in charge of transfers and negotiations and things no. like that. But, but to go back... Would you not think he's in charge of it at the moment, Liam? The, the new owner? Well, I think, well, for example, Aubameyang. Do you think the owner has bought him or Tuchel, John?
0: I think Tuchel, Liam. And he's getting him well, for, twi- for 12 million. He had him
2: at Dortmund. He had he worked with him at That's Dortmund. That's right. He yeah. needs a goal scorer and he wants him. and so... I, I don't, I don't agree with John. I, I do agree with, well, the, maybe on that
3: particular transfer. But what about all the other laymen that we're talking about, ins and outs there at
2: at Chelsea? I, I would say two goals, but goodness, okay. not for them, John. You know the, okay. the the kid from Leicester for fun, is it, you yep. know, they've been after him for ages before the owner even came. They've been after him. You yep. know so. Well, but I not like on like the bar pitch, Liam. you keep going on about VAR. It's not VAR. It's not the video. It's the guy deciding in the yes. room, you know, yes. to contact the referee and say, Oh, right, you need to have a look at this." It's human error again, and these guys didn't play the game. Did not. None of them have played the game. So, yeah. well, I, cho- I totally agree <laughs> with Liam. I totally agree with Liam there. Totally.
0: So do I. Yeah. I think VAR should be scrapped, Liam. Now. I no!
2: It's not worth No, look, no. Uh, I, played, I played for Ireland down through the years. We were robbed. We were it, we yes. were robbed time and time again by oh, yes. referees who were... Now, referees can't get away with that anymore, eh? Right. They cannot get yeah. away with it. So VAR is absolutely... In, in my mind, it's great. But you get these guys who are making the decisions yeah. and tell referees to have a look at things. Yes. These are the guys that are getting it wrong.
0: Right. Hmm. Uh, j- human error. And, John... And Well, I tell you, it's it, a lot of it was when John was the manager of the Irish team and it was really hard to qualify for major championships because there was no Latvias and small nations. You were playing the big nations, uh, Belgium, France, Spain.
2: Only the other day, only the other day, I looked at a goal that John scored himself. He scored against Bulgaria. The ball came out yes. to him on the edge of the box in Bulgaria and he smashed it in, bottom corner, bang, goal. And I looked it was disallowed for what? I couldn't see anything on the picture screen for to remotely uh, have an idea why the goal was disallowed. And it that would have qualified you, wouldn't people. it, Liam? Well, it probably would in the in you know in the yeah. in the long run.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but but they were noted for Liam. It stops, it stops this it stops this yeah, stops this corruption in the game, John. Yeah. Which yeah. there was, no doubt about it.
0: Yeah. I, I, think I think what's happened
2: with Var, Eamon, I think what's happened with Var is, and, and I, I totally agree with
3: Liam. Just in principle, Var is okay, but if it goes to the people, I, I just read in a certain, uh, column this morning, uh, yeah. Liam, yeah. that um, he said that the the the, the lad at um, Newcastle, where there was a, 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 a dreadful decision made, that the, the, the lad was only his sixth match in the Premiership. And he, he he was when he went to the side of the pitch, uh, the referee who was there, uh, because the, the the referees can insist that their their decision holds. but they didn't show one of the, the the photographs on the pitch. Do you know where the fella pushed the fella into the goalkeeper? Yeah, in in the match. Um, yeah, you know, there was a the referee, was
0: Michael Salisbury, and it was his sixth time refereeing in the Premier League, and they didn't show him the relevant piece of. Footage.
3: Yes, they didn't show yeah. him where the fella pushed him into the, the yeah. goalkeeper because the fella upstairs, I Eamon, wanted to get his way. Yes. That's what they've got to stop. And, and I totally agree with Liam. It's not fire itself. The fire is, is very, very good. But what they're doing is that the fella's in, in that they go to on the side, I Eamon. They have too much authority. Do you know what I mean? I think the referee should go, see has he made the right decision, has he not made the right decision and change it. Not the fella up and upstairs.
0: Well, Um, I just want to make it crystal clear, in case we confuse the listeners, the referee has the final say in all of those moments. It is the referee's final say. He can be swayed, of course, and sometimes they're wrong, but it's a second chance. It isn't working. In my opinion, but I'm too worn down on that particular argument. I'm very grateful to John Giles and to Liam Brady, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon.
1: <laughs> too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8000 PA suction removes debris, and Mopmaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's EUFY.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best in class all in one robot vacuum for only $799. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?